Hello and welcome to the Tips and Its podcast with Sia and Pip. Hello. We are a podcast based in Glasgow where we talk about everything that is amazing, nitty and yarny and fabulous. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we get a little bit tipsy along the way. Hi guys. It's the last episode before our summer hiatus. So we've got quite a few things to pack into this for you. So we'll try our best to not let this go on for hours. And... In the immortal words of Posh Spice in the Spice Girls movie, hold on to your knickers. <laughs> I've not even had alcohol yet. You're nope. welcome. In terms of alcohol, again, I'm just on the water because, you know, that's pretty much what I can handle at the moment. But Sia, you've got a special thing. I do. This morning, before I ran out of the house, I went, oh, hey. I was going to drink this episode. (laughs) So I quickly googled cupboard (laughs) cupboard cocktails and I found a maple rum cooler, Mm -hmm. which is basically a little bit of dark rum, Uh a little bit of maple syrup. Mm -hmm. And if you're anything like me and you're dating a Canadian, or perhaps you are Canadian, I don't like to mix, I don't like to have these assumptions, you might have a crap ton of maple syrup tins in your cupboard. That is no bad thing. I know, we have so much of it. We have more tins of maple syrup than we do tomatoes. (laughs) <laughs> guess which we use more of Ahem. anyway and also some lemon juice okay so i have this maple rum cooler it is a lovely golden color it looks like urine i'm not gonna lie <laughs> but let's see how this works well it takes a rum okay Ugh. that's an attractive noise <laughs> um my verdict is i should have put more maple syrup in mm-hmm. i can taste the lemon i can taste the rum I'm not getting the syrup. Okay. And I'll be honest, that was part of the appeal to me because I was thinking, yes, I'll get some of this syrup out of the cupboard. <laughs> so this foray has not been as successful as it could have been. However, while we're off, that doesn't mean that you lovely tipsy and non-tipsy knitters cannot indulge in some more cupboard cocktail nonsense. Yes. In fact, yeah, do that. I heartily encourage you to do this. Drink safely and sensibly. Mm-hmm. So tipsy knits way. And, you know, if you don't want to put alcohol in it, you can make yourself some cupboard mocktails. Yeah. But if you do it, please let us know whether it works, whether it doesn't work, if you think it's hilarious and you want me to try it. Yeah. We're down with that. I know that when, um, obviously, I, could, I couldn't drink anymore, we'd been planning on doing some mocktails yeah. for the podcast for me, but that just never happened. So mm-hmm. it would be good to see if anyone else comes up with some nice ones. So, yes, let us know. In terms of other regular things that we say at the start of an episode, because we are totes profesh. <laughs> If you're a new listener, welcome. If you're a returning listener, why are you still here? <laughs> Thank you for supporting us. We really appreciate it and we hope you enjoy the content that we have here for you today. Yes. <laughs> hey, I almost got through it, like, sensibly. So, shall we move on to On Off the Needles? Yes. So, On the Needles, I have my Match and Move, which hasn't really progressed much since the last episode. It's not actually been that long since we recorded. Mm-hmm. But on the needles, I have my match and move. You do? Would you say it's not moved since last episode? I've got I've got a fair amount into it. I mean, when I say a fair amount into it, I'm still at the beginning, essentially. You I'm on the third this... stripe. Yeah, so that's not a... You've done... Ugh, it words. doesn't look like a thong anymore. <laughs> that's true. So, you know, that's a good thing. Got past the skimpy pants stage. Yes. 
And soon Mm -hmm. I will have my third Amma sweater on the needles, which is for my mother-in-law who saw my test knit and really loved it and asked me, well, she's talking about how much she loved it and she didn't ask me to make her one, but I could tell she wanted to. Yeah. So I was like, I'll make you one if you want to get the yarn for it, I will make it. So... What good daughter-in-law you are. I know. So I'm going to go and pick up the yarn for that at the weekend. Awesome. And cast that on at the weekend. But apart from that, I don't have anything else on the needles. Monogamous. Good for you. I am probably... I'm considering casting something on for the Quiet Queers craft along. But then I'm like, then I'm going to have three projects on the needles and a newborn in a few weeks. So... Well, there's a really good mix that can't possibly go wrong. Yeah. I'm considering maybe something small. We'll see. Yeah. More on that later in the episode. Um, what have you got on the needles, Sia? Nothing. My needles are empty. They are Ooh, nude again. Get you. There's been I a lot of that. super fast. There's been a lot of empty needles. Yeah, it's like I've actually got time to do stuff now that I'm getting ready to have my thesis in. Finally. Finally. Yeah. Um, so yeah, naked needles. So, <laughs> speaking of which, <laughs> Pip, have you got anything off your needles? Nope. 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 Okay. Still just pottering along on my matching move. What about you? I have cast off a pair of fluorite socks by Andrea Mowry, mm-hmm. also known as Dre Renee Knits on Instagram. They are knit inside out. They are stripy. And after the last episode I said I don't like stash busting projects, guess what I flipping more cast on? <laughs> I never said that I was not a hypocrite. <laughs> That is true. Oh my god, I'm gonna have a reputation for being like the arse on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I cast those off and they are knit using yet more remnants of my Tits Out collective yarn. So mm-hmm. I've got some from Stranded Dye Works, mm-hmm. who is Amy Florence yes. on Instagram. And it's her merino nylon blend. Mm-hmm. And that was in bras off the clock. Then I had some Queen of Pearls on her amazing Citadel sock base, mm-hmm. the BFL base. And it's self-striping and it looks so good in um, reverse stocking out. Yes. As I sit here stroking it now because I have them with me. So they're cool. And that was in the booby trap edition. Yes. Who doesn't like saying booby trap? It's a good it's a good term. And then I had some Countess Ablaze Lady Persephone sock left over from my baubles. Mm-hmm. So I've done a fair whack of it using the Dayworld colorway from her Dystopia Rebel update. Mm-hmm. Which is nice purple. And then the finishing touches are in the Black Parade. Yes. Which is black and it's one of her regular colours. Excellent. They look really good. Thank you. And I can't decide whether to keep them for myself or gift them. I think with socks it's difficult because if you gift them they might not fit properly. Yeah, and I don't want to message people be like, yo, what's your foot size? (laughs) Yeah. And also, would you like these hand-knitted socks that you have to look after in a certain way? Yeah. Uh, Because that would devastate me if I knit a pair of socks for someone and then they ruined them. Yeah. I know all about that. Oh. I haven't got a boyfriend who's done that. No. No. <laughs> this is why I've never knit Sam socks. If he wants socks, he can knit them himself. Fair. Well, at least yours knits. Yeah. Slowly. <laughs> True, I think he's he been it. working on his buyout for like two years now. Oh, bless him. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. On to spam, I think. Yeah. Gosh, we are actually whizzing through this like normal stuff, despite the fact we said that we've got a lot to say and this might be a long episode. Yeah, I think that's because we know we've got a lot to yeah. say later. 
so we don't want to <laughs> fill you guys oh, all yeah. up on the the boring well not the boring stuff but the the, the regular, regular stuff, stuff that you're used to yes the stuff that you can probably skip past like when you're on your morning commute and just be like right let's get to the good stuff yes unless you're really invested in our projects in which case thank you for the interest i guess <laughs> i don't um, and as much as spam is stash and pattern acquisition mission, guess who forgot to mention the patterns they've been collecting for the last, like, three months? Both of us! Wee! So, <laughs> this is going to seem like a lot of patterns, but, like, this is at least since March, if not February. And to be fair, over the past coming weeks, there has been more discussion in the knitting community and social media about the money spent on patterns and things Mm. so yeah you know like even if it wasn't things that we've both picked up over the last couple of months rather than the last couple of weeks you know we're still supporting the hard work of some very talented and hard-working people yeah so so i started off with the antiope vest by indigo dragonfly and this is a four-ply knitted tunic and it comes in like a bazillion sizes so there's been quite a lot of chat about size inclusivity in knitwear patterns at the moment i usually come in at the higher end of Mm -hmm. sweaters and things i'm usually quite lucky that i am not past the upper level yeah but i'm not excluded from it i'm usually one of the top kind of brackets and there's a lot of people out there that are being excluded on the higher end and actually the lower end yeah. of pattern work, uh, of designs. A lot of designers being like, oh, it'd be too much work for me to, you know, grade a pattern up to whatever. I'm like, no. This Antiope really shows that actually you can and it's amazing if you do. Mm-hmm. And also this vest seems to look incredible on pretty much everyone. Awesome. And the designer, I think, modelled it herself. Oh, that's cool. I like that. And she's a plus size. And it just looks awesome. And I'm going to knit one eventually in, like, stash, I think. So it'll look crazy and adorable. I got the U-Rock shawl, which is brioche, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. I saw some... I've kind of been looking at it for a while and I'm like, but brioche. And then I saw someone... I can't remember who it was, but I saw someone's version of it. I was like, I need it. So that... Will eventually get done in stash. And that's by Suzanne Sommer. Susanna Sommer, and it's a giant four-ply brioche shawl. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of her, by the way, just to interject and be a pain, at the time of recording, her Slice of Life shawl mm-hmm. is currently, I think, perhaps not necessarily on sale, but I've seen it a lot on Instagram lately. I think it's her pattern that she donates some of the proceeds towards ovarian cancer charities. Okay. That's um, cool. It would have helped if I'd checked this before, but... Yeah. I would really recommend that anyone listening checks it out. <laughs> yeah. I then got the PPS, which is the Pattern Please Shawl by mm-hmm. Louise Tilbrook. And I gotta say, this is just a perfect little piece of trolling from Louise. Oh, it is like, one of the sassiest patterns out there at the moment. I love um, it. Louise, if you are listening, the sass levels, like, take my hat off to you. It's great. We aspire to be able to do that. Yes. You're amazing. So for those of you who don't know, Louise Tilbrook runs the Everyday Knitter Facebook page, which has something like 50,000 members worldwide or something. It's crazy. The number of people and the work that Louise and her moderators do on that group, again, 
and it's a great group and it is against the rules mm-hmm. if someone posts an fo or a whip it is against the rules to reply with pattern please because it got a bit ridiculous back in the day well you know the seagulls in finding nemo mine yeah. mine mine it's like that but pattern please pattern please pattern please and it's like that doesn't actually yeah and i think contribute anything to the conversation and often people have already posted the pattern <laughs> in the actual post like come yeah. on guys but in most of the crafting facebook groups that i'm on asking pattern please will get you piled on or told off yeah and so so louise is incredible and has named her shawl the pattern please shawl so that when someone replies with pattern please you can just link them to the shawl <laughs> And, and then just, everyone will get very confused. Yeah. And it's excellent and I love it. And it's just it's wonderful. glorious. And it's a single skein plus some mini skeins. Yeah. And I know that she was saying she's doing some maths to figure out a two skein version. Ooh, nice. So that's the PPS, the pattern please shawl. I also got a shawl. Well, I got two shawls from Westnet. So the first one uh-huh. was the Sea Swell shawl, which he released either at or just after Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. Say that three times really fast. And it's like a four, three or four skein. Mm. It's another massive beast of a shawl. Yeah. And I was like, that'd be a good stash buster. So, Mm -hmm. and it also isn't like super crazy construction. Good. I think, I think if I cast it on, I would kind of be, by the end of it, I'd be like, I need this off my needles. But also I think it would be quite a therapeutic chill knit. So good for like when there's a baby. And then, no, I saw this shawl. And I texted Heather and Sia in our group chat. Oh, yes, this one. And I was like, I need it. I need it. And Sia was like, you will hate knitting it. And I was like, no, I won't. I promise you. <laughs> uh-huh. I will not. This is amazing. And it's called the Spring Cleaning Shawl mm-hmm. by West Knits. And it's basically lots of little bits of short rows, all in different colours. Now, the thing about this is it's meant for scraps and I don't have any scraps. And why don't you have any scraps, Pip? Well, I gave all of my old scraps to Eva mm-hmm. from Purse Festival of Yarn. And what do we say when we say Purse Festival of Yarn? Woo! And then all the other scraps and mini skeins that I had uh-huh. got rolled into a giant magic three-strand ball. Oh, did they now? Which I probably will end up using to do an aquamarline or something. Oh, we're now switching to that, are we? Or, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know... Because the thing is, it's going to have some singles in it, and that's not yeah. good for baby blanket. But, yeah, so I don't actually have any scraps, so what I'm going to have to do is knit other things to make scraps. Oh my goodness. But the spring cleaning shawl, like, I can see why Sia thought it would be my nightmare. But it's all little patches, so you're constantly changing, which I think would mean that I would be kept entertained. But yeah, I think, did Heather buy it as well? Or she I'm was certainly sure, interested. If either of you complain in our WhatsApp chat about it, I think I'm going to start charging you like drinks or something because I told you so. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Nope, I'm really looking forward to casting that one on eventually when I have some scraps. So. And when you get through about seven or eight of those flipping points and you're like, I'm bored, Sue, I'm bored. No sympathy. But I usually get bored of all my knitting projects, so... Still doesn't mean I didn't tell you so. <laughs> so yeah, I got quite a few patterns. Um, 
I also picked up some yarn. Yes, you did. Which I warned you guys that I would be doing last time anyway. The wonderful Marcus of Fiberpunk had a trunk show on the Mm -hmm. 1st of June. Yep. At the Yarn Cake. And from all accounts, it seemed to go very well. A lot of yarn was already gone by the time we got there. Brilliant. And I picked up, well, I was planning on picking up a skein. Yep. What I walked away with was two skeins <laughs> from from Marcus. So they're both in his British sock self-striping. Mm-hmm. And one is in the bramble colourway, which is all like purples. And then one is in the merfolk, which is like blues. And they're both Ooh, beautiful, beautiful. I don't know what I'm going to cast on with them, but they're stunning. And I also mm-hmm. picked up some yarn from the shop itself. I got two skeins of Mothy and the Squid BFL sock. And they just caught my eye because they are literally highlighter bright. So they're both the rainbow colours. Yep. Where it's like the main of the skein is one colour and then there's a little bit of rainbow. So I got the orange skies rainbow and the green skies rainbow. And they are literally like highlighter orange and highlighter green. I can see them from here. They are very, very bright in the wee ducket. And I saw them and I was just like... I have to have them. So I went in intending to buy one skein. I walked out with four. Let's be real, Pip. It was a situation of um, Pip tonight. Yep. Also, it was my it was my celebration present to myself mm-hmm. uh, for starting maternity leave. Reasonable. So, again, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> i got to build up that stash while I can, guys. While I can. Mm, yeah, because you've depleted it so much so far. Shh. <laughs> I guess we do not stash shame here on Tipsy Nets. We do not. We do not stash shame. But yeah, so... That's you. I'm going to figure out something to do with them. It'll be fine. It will be fine. Anyway, Sia, what have you done? Me? Okay. Right, let's do this in an organised fashion. In terms of patterns, I've got a couple. Not as many as Pip, but what did I get? Uh, first up, I got the Dance Hall Shawl by Lavania Patricella. Mm-hmm. It's a lovely crescent-shaped brioche shawl. Apparently I'm in brioche mode at the moment. I mean, when are you not in brioche mode? Um, well, I don't know. You've typed up a lot more of our podcast notes for ourselves, so you'd know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Off okay. the top of your head. I mean this in a very loving way. Oh, if you, you do? Don't, if you don't like it, we can edit it out. But you know how you have people who are, like, basic bitches? Yes. You're a brioche bitch. Oh, please. I love, I love being basic. <laughs> Rose gold is my jam. <laughs> Pumpkin spice and water. I wasn't saying, I wasn't calling you a basic bitch. I was just saying that the general, like, you're, you're a brioche I have a, bitch. I'm a basic knitting brioche bitch. <laughs> I will take that. Ooh. Also, apologies if that's a bad word and you're listening in front of children. <laughs> if you want to define it, just show them a picture of me on the internet. It'll work. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. Other pattern I got. I got the latest shawl release from, and I apologise if I mangle this, I'm not sure if it's Tammy or Tammy Gore, it's spelt with one M, and I know that the girls on Knit 3 Together podcast had this exact same discussion a couple of episodes ago as well, so I've heard it both ways (laughs) from them, and it's her pixie dust shawl, now Mm -hmm. I've been following it on Instagram, see I am such a, I'm so basic, and I saw it in testing and I was looking at it and I'm like, yes, this is beautiful. It's this really nice asymmetrical triangle brioche beauty. Mm-hmm. And it's so nice. And it also happens to be in like pink and gold. So, you know, what yeah. do you get if you combine pink and gold? Rose gold. Yep. <laughs> Who's right there when there's rose gold involved? So it's brioche, pink and gold. Also, garter stitch. So 
basically designed for you. Oh yeah, see a kryptonite. Yeah. Out and out. So I'm really looking forward to casting that on at some point. Mm-hmm. I haven't got any yarns picked out mm-hmm. yet. So we'll see. That's on the horizon. By the time we come back from hiatus, I hope to have knit it. I might not. Who knows? Yeah. And then I also got one more pattern. Mm-hmm. And it's from podcast fave Carrie Westerman. Of course. You love you, Carrie. And uh, it's the Crosstown Cowl. Mm-hmm. So it's this really cool garter stitch yes. cowl. And it's got cute wee pops of colour in it. Awesome. And the construction's really cool. So it's you knit it as a rectangle and you stitch it so it kind of like sits with like a triangular point in your coat. Yeah. Type thing. It's really badly described by me. But we will link it in the show notes and you can go see it for yourselves. It's really nice. Yeah. And it looks so versatile and wearable and the combinations of colours and things you can do with it, endless. Uh-huh. So really look forward to casting that on mm-hmm. at some point. And then in terms of yarn, I was unable to make it to um, Marcus's trunk show. However, I might have sent Heather along with some cash. Yep. And Heather might have done me proud. She got me a hank of Marcus's luster base, uh-huh. which has got like silk in it, and it's so soft, so soft. Yeah, I cannot wait to cast it on, and it's a bright pink, mm-hmm. of course, and it's called flamingo. Yeah, Heather also got some of it for herself as well. <laughs> so I'm not sure what it's going to be. I'm torn between doing some really fancy socks, uh-huh. like really fancy socks, or a shawl. It'll probably be a shawl. Yeah, because a shawl would just be so nice around your neck. I know, but I could also be, it'd be like having clouds on my feet. Mm. And you know how there are some people who have like high heels that have never touched the ground because they only wear them in bed? <laughs> These could be socks that never touch the ground because I'll just only wear them in bed. But even then, I won't let them touch my sheets. I'll probably just lie in bed with like my feet on the wall or something. Yeah. Admiring them. Yeah, probably. So moving on from spam to the Amical. Yes, still going, still going. And more and more Amas keep popping up in the hashtags. Yes. Both hashtag Amasweater and hashtag Amasweatercal. And hashtag Amasweater, no you're a sweater. I haven't actually checked the hashtag out because I never managed to type it properly on my phone. <laughs> but um, I really hope lots of you are using it because yes. it is such wit. It's one of my favourite hashtags ever. Yeah. Uh, the level of humour you get on this podcast. <laughs> So it's still running, same rules apply, It'll be running until the 31st of August. And Maddie has set up an FO thread in her Ravelry group now, so if you have finished your sweater already, please do go and pop a photo of your FO in the thread. Yes, that is where prizes will be drawn from, so you want to get it in that thread by midnight on the 31st of August, and uh, we might pick a prize or two from our chatter group as well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see depends when we come back from hiatus absolutely and we do hope to have a meet up on sunday the 8th at perth yes i will make sure that i contact both maddie and eva just to check that that's cool and just maybe arrange a time and or place perhaps in the podcast lounge or even just like you know somewhere in the venue or even outside if the weather's nice we could get a nice photo outside in the sunshine yeah so that'll be the 8th of september yeah speaking Uh, of perth woo you know the drill, guys. So yeah, just keep on chucking along. You can enter me- multiple times. We've both knit two. Yep. It's about to knit a third. I'm about to knit a third. So, you know, I'm looking forward to knitting the third, actually. That that just shows, again, I don't knit stuff twice. It's difficult to get bored of it. You've got the cast on, which is so easy and simple. And then 
you do, you do the pearl repeat. Which goes so quick. It's really quick. And it's a simple repeat, so you can memorise it quite easily. Yeah. If that's your jam. And I found I just flew through it. And it's one of those repeats that's kind of, oh, just one more repeat. Yeah. Oh, just one more. Oh, okay. Oh, look, I've done. Yeah. And then afterwards, it's just knitting in the round straight straight down. And Yep. Well, it's mindless. It's excellent. So keep on trucking with the with those Amma sweaters, guys. Yep. Um, speaking of cows, there is a cool cow going on on Instagram at the moment, which has been started by Knitboop. Yep, so at Knitboop on Instagram. Yes. And it is the Quiet Queers Craft Along. And it's Pride Month, for those of you who don't know. Happy Pride, everyone. Yep. And it's basically a cow where you use yarn from a queer maker or dyer and if you want to you can use patterns from a queer designer Mm -hmm. and knitboop has actually collated a list of dyers designers and so on and so forth on her instagram so you can check that out and you can perhaps either you know be reminded of people that you already follow or perhaps actually discover some new people yes it's always good to broaden horizons and find new people to follow absolutely and support obviously yes and uh, the cal runs up until August the 15th at 8am Eastern Time, which is 12pm GMT. GMT. And straight allies are welcome to participate. Mm-hmm. Absolutely welcome to participate. Yep. Um, self-explanatory, but do not out anybody. Yes. That's not cool, guys. Absolutely not cool. And there are two hashtags for you to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. So firstly, there is hashtag quiet queers craft along, and that's going to be used for general chatter and announcements. And Nitbooper said, feel free to cheer people on. Yep. And then there will be hashtag quiet queers craft along FO. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be used for drawing prizes at the end of the craft along and should be used for FOs only. Mm-hmm. Um, if you use the hashtag and your post is clear, not an FO, um, it has been said that you will be disqualified. Okay. And make sure that your post is public to count for this. Yes. So, yeah, basically, mm-hmm. she basically posted on Instagram was like, any kind of shy people that are a bit too shy to go to Pride or would prefer to stay in or, you know, how about we do like a little thing? And then it just absolutely exploded. And anyone that's seen it has seen how much it's exploded and how much work she's had to put oh, into so this. Oh, so much work. This is just one person doing this on their own. She's a PhD student. And so... believe me, I'm a PhD student near the end and I have never had the... How do I put it? I have never had the ability to be able to do my PhD and organise something on this scale. Yeah. So she does have a coffee yep. account and you can find the link in her Instagram. Yeah, we will make sure that we link it in the show notes as well so that you can find it too. Yes. Um, and yeah, as Pip said, she's putting in a lot of work off her own back here. Yes. So if you can support her for doing such an amazing thing for the community, please, please do. Yeah. And selfishly there's a bunch of really great prizes like oh yeah so many people have contributed um, knitting goddess like i we couldn't even oh, list so it. many make sure just go check it out that's yeah. all we can say really yeah and again happy pride everyone yeah, happy Yay! pride exciting so another thing that's happening mm-hmm. is indie borough craft crawl on the 6th of july in edinburgh Organised by Ginger Twist. Yep. 
at loads of places taking part so it's not just the knitting stores yeah started off as just the three knitting stores Which and now has ginger twist be inspired and kathy's knits and has now snowballed into this yeah. incredible all across the city all the crafty shops complete with like unofficial after party at aqua yes i will not be there because it's far too close to baby if i can make it i will try and get there mm-hmm and there are usually other awesome things going on during the day as well. So um, podcast pal KM Bedigan has had trunk shows and things before. Yes. Of her lovely patterns. And it's going to be an amazing day and I'm going to be very jealous of everyone that gets to go. Yeah. But another thing about Indie Burger Craft Crawl is it means it's our anniversary. Yeah. We obviously did our first episode after, I think it was the first, was it the first or second yarn crawl? It might be the second one. I think it was the second. It was 2015. Yeah. Quite a while ago. Yeah, but four years. Obviously, we will be on hiatus when it's our official podiversary, but obviously, first of all, happy podiversary to us. Yes. And second of all, as ever, thank you all so much for your love, support, and everything. Yeah, we I mean, really appreciate it. We say it a lot, but we genuinely do mean it. When we started the podcast, we'd been talking about it for a while. Yeah, we'd both kind of been thinking, oh, I really want to do a podcast, but I'm kind of like nervous about it. And then we both spoke to each other. And we were both kind of, okay, let's do this together. We can do this. If there's two of us. We'll just try it, see how it goes. Yeah. And, and well. Yeah. There's at least five of you listening to us who aren't our parents. <laughs> <laughs> Fact, my parents don't even listen at all. We just absolutely love the support that we get from you guys. It's been... Phenomenal. Yeah. And it's been such an awesome way for us to get more involved in the community, which I think is kind of what we we're hoping yeah. to get out of it really i mean don't get me wrong like having a captive audience is marvelous <laughs> who doesn't love that but it's amazing to think that there are people out there who care about what we have to say yeah so since we're going to be gone for a few months we thought that we would mention some other podcasts that you might want to listen to you probably already do listen to some of them but if we can make you aware of some that perhaps you haven't come across before, then you'll have a chance to binge them while we're gone. Don't say we are not good to you by providing you other people's content. Yeah. So first off, we're going to kick off with the audio podcasts. Yep. As we are an audio podcast. Mm-hmm. We probably would not exist were it not for these three amazing audio podcasters. Yes. We both started out our podcasting journey. Ooh, podcasting journey. Uh, <laughs> I'm very mature today. We both started out listening to these three podcasts. Yes. Um, independently. And I think all three of them have been very inspiring to us, but also they have been so encouraging mm-hmm. and welcoming. And warm. And warm. When they could have easily turned around to us and said, uh, excuse us, guys, uh, this is our turf. Go away. Yeah. Um, I think, in fact, Sia was the person that got me listening to podcasts in the first place by recommending... Knit British! Yes, the lovely Louise of Knit British. And she talks all things British wool. Yep. And for those of you who have listened to previous episodes of the podcast, you guys know that I've been doing what started off as the Breed Swatch Along Mm -hmm. and became Wool Exploration. And... Louise has changed my entire perspective on wool 
and werewolf comes from and breed will definitely she has done such a huge job for i think the knitting community and also british yarn mm -hmm. obviously i'm not as um obsessed as pip <laughs> however again you know i have learned so much from louise mm -hmm. and you know because of her um my dad is also super obsessed with british yarn cool <laughs> recently requested a british breeds dice bag for his dice that's cool yeah so you know louise you've also got my dad into this <laughs> <laughs> but no in all seriousness louise is brilliant mm -hmm. she's great she's no nonsense she's great crack yeah you, you know there's good laughs on the podcast her interviews are fantastic she's been yep. all over the uk to interview people really yep and the way she has described a certain um, political figure across the pond <laughs> One yes. of my favourite episodes, hands down. Mm -hmm. And again, also, you know, the work she's done for Edinburgh Yarn Festival and the Blacker Yarns Podcast Lounge. Mm -hmm. Again, I think so many podcasts and their listeners wouldn't have met and got together were it not for Louise organising a lot of that. Yeah, I think she's done an incredible job of really building the community yeah. of podcasters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's just fantastic and just the best person to talk to as well she's very warm and bubbly and friendly we met her for the first time at indieborough yarn crawl yeah so that story <laughs> we were at kathy's knits mm -hmm. hanging out with um kay and bedigan yes and pip was kind of going oh louise is over there i really want to go say hi but i'm really scared yes uh, i'll say now louise is not scary no <laughs> i thought we were just massive fangirls and apparently i was feeling quite strong-willed that day so i grabbed pip and i was like right we are gonna go over there and we are gonna tell her we love her podcast yes and kay and bedigan lovely person just started peeing herself laughing at this point going this is gonna go so well i am so glad i'm here to watch this <laughs> <laughs> so marched over to louise and said hi louise pip and i just want to say we really like your podcast bye <laughs> pretty much and then ran away yeah because we are very mature individuals. And then we recorded our first episode like four days later or something uh -huh. after having talked about doing it for months. Yep. <laughs> so thank you, Louise. You yeah, are you. pretty much the reason that we actually podcast, really. We're not saying this is your fault, honest. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but from one Louise to another Louise. Yes. Louise of Caithness Craft. Who I personally think is Yanni Mischief personified. Yes. Mm hmm. Keep your hands off my stash, please, Louise. Hashtag Hunts8. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know the story, a while back, it was yeah. maybe last year, I was, I'd lost my knitting mojo and I'd been talking about how my stash was getting a bit overwhelming. Yep. So Louise helpfully offered to steal my stash as a motivation to get me knitting mm -hmm. again yeah she set up an entire like group Hunt's yeah hunts eight but uh Alas. we'll see you have not managed to get past my defenses yet yet <laughs> louise her podcast is very funny she covers a whole range of stuff it's not just knitting mm -hmm. she talks about loads of stuff yes. she talks about Life in sewing, Kaith yeah. Life in Caithness. She makes project bags from Scotch Tweed, who she's sponsored by, and they are beautiful. beautiful. She also has her annual retreat as well, mm -hmm. 
but John and Groats and I get so envious every year every time I'm like it looks amazing oh. yeah like, one it sounds like they all have so much fun I'll get there eventually but I mean with, you've got when you've got someone like Louise organising a retreat you know you are going to have a good giggle yes it's going to be fun yes she's just great and she gets stuff done and she's no nonsense and she's just really good fun and not easily enabled no the first time we met her was at an Edinburgh Yarn Festival and she would not succumb to Rusty Ferret's Kevin Yarn you did a really really good job like you were I really so hard honing your enabling skills and yeah, she I'm, just I'm, yeah. didn't quite get there so if you're listening Louise Kevin <laughs> could that have sounded any creepier yeah probably probably yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and the other wonderful lady that we want to mention is Joe of Shiny Bees. Joe is hands down one of the most kick-ass, badass northerners on the planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I absolutely love her. She's great. She's hilarious and takes no rubbish. Yeah, has a no time. Nope. She gives. She will give you her honest opinion about anything mm-hmm. and. And she's totally unapologetic unapologetic about it. Yeah, absolutely. And her interviews, my goodness. Yeah. I think Jo is one of the most well-connected podcasters ever. (laughs) The number of people she has managed to persuade to come on her podcast. Mm -hmm. She got Countess of Blaze on there. Yeah, and her her interview style is really good as well because it's just like a conversation. Yeah. At no point do you think this sounds really stilted and scripted. Yeah. And she loves Tunnock's tea cakes. Yep. And Mm -hmm. you can't go wrong with a bit of Tunnock's. Nope, not at all. She's also a world traveller. She's Mm -hmm. been all over the world. So there's always something cool to learn about wherever she is at that time. So when she started the podcast, she lived in South Africa. Mm -hmm. Um, And now she's in Asia. Yeah. And so there's always cool things. She's like, oh, I find this yarn shop in this place and she tells you all about it and it's really cool Mm -hmm. um and she's just very inspiring yeah because she just grabs life by the horns and does it oh yeah like it's great and again she's been super encouraging the whole way through Mm -hmm. our podcasting podcasting journey and uh we urge you to go listen to all of these podcasts if you do not already yes so big thank you to louise of knit british Louise of Case Nest Craft and Joe of Shiny Bees are audio sisters. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, could you have been any more cheesy? Nope. If they're listening to this, they're going to be like, oh. <laughs> At which point we're going to go so far down in their estimations. <laughs> <laughs> but moving on, the yep. other big place for podcasts is YouTube. Yep. Which is pretty cool because YouTube podcasts weren't really a thing back when we started. Yeah, there were a couple, but not as many as there are now, so it's pretty damn cool. Yeah, I think a lot of people are starting on YouTube now, one, because it's accessible. Oh, yeah. So you don't need much knowledge. Mm. It's free, Mm -hmm. which when you're audio podcasting is not as common. Yeah. And also knitting is quite a visual medium. I am sure that you guys have been able to tell sometimes where we're trying to describe a yarn or a mm-hmm. colour or a project and we're a bit like... It's it, lovely. It's uh, really nice. What do we say? How can we describe this? I've been told people like that because mm-hmm. we've had to come up with inventive ways to describe things, which was a nice compliment. Thank you. Oh, well, but, thank, you thank you to whoever said that. <laughs> but it, 
is definitely easier to just hold it up to a camera or your camera phone. I think in the past we have mentioned that the nice thing about audio podcasting is we don't have to put makeup on. Mm-hmm. We can record in our pyjamas. Record in our knickers if we were that way inclined. I don't have to clean the flat. You know? So there are there are benefits to not yeah. being on YouTube. But it is super great to see it becoming so much more accessible, see a lot of people finding their voices. Mm-hmm. And and there's so much out there. Yeah. And also it's content that isn't flipping teenagers on Fortnite. <laughs> And there's such a variety now that you will be able to find a podcast that suits you. Oh, yeah. And so many of them branch out and do tutorials and things Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. I think it'd be a lot harder for us to kind of be like, okay, so we're going to record an audio tutorial of how to darn a sock. Yes. (laughs) Can you imagine it? We'd just be like, you go in through this bit, right? And you go down through that bit. And you (laughs) pearl on and knit off. And We do have a YouTube page. Some of you might even be listening on YouTube because we did get requested. But... For those of you who watch on YouTube, mm-hmm. no, our camera's not broken. No, your YouTube is not broken. It is just a static icon. Yeah, we have had a couple of people uh, messages on social media going, you are you are aware that your YouTube isn't working. Yeah, it uh, is no, working. No, we are working. <laughs> we just don't have our faces there for you. So we have a few friends that do YouTube podcasts that we basically met through podcasting, actually. Yeah. And man if we knew the close friends that we were going to make through mm-hmm. doing this at the beginning we'd have been like no way but yeah it's been amazing so we've just picked out a selection and we're going to re- talk about these in no particular order yeah we can't um, do it we can't mention everyone unfortunately and we've already recorded the section once and kind of gone oh we should add these more people we like these people we love these people also we should not say the word lovely over and over and over again for everyone. Yes. <laughs> it goes without saying, you are all lovely. Yes. But we thought that perhaps hearing that word said about 30 times over the course of five minutes probably wouldn't have been a good listening experience. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I would have wanted to throttle us. <laughs> anyway, in no particular order, we've got Kirsty of Grenade Creations, who you've mentioned before. Yes, we have. She not only podcasts, but she dyes yarn and she makes project bags. Mm-hmm. And she also has a few of her own designs for project bags that are really interesting. Not to mention, she's the organiser behind the Glasgow craft meetups. Yes. Kirsty is one busy person. Yes, she is. She is great fun. She... What you see with Kirsty is what you get. Mm-hmm. And she's very generous with her time organising oh, the meetups. absolutely. And just in general, she's fantastic. And she's lovely. And we met her at um, Perth Festival of Yarn. Woo! And she literally just like bounced up to us and was so friendly from the get-go. Yes. Um, yeah. I think Kirsty was one of the people that made that festival for us. Yes. And alongside her was Rosie of Pixel Atlantis. We've got a picture, I think, of us all. Yeah, I think Kirsty took that one, actually. Yes. Um, so we met we met Rosie at the same time. And Rosie is, like Kirsty, very talented, very busy individual. Mm-hmm. She dyes yarn, and she has her own patterns as well. So we've got her capelet, and at the time of recording, she's currently got a headband in testing. Yes. So she's... 
so talented. Mm-hmm. And also, she's semi. She's kind of a fellow wakey girl. It's like Wakefield and Scotland are doing a bit of an exchange in that Scotland gets me and Wakefield gets Rosie. <laughs> and I honestly think Wakefield's getting the better end of the deal. <laughs> <laughs> um, her podcast is really relaxed and chill, yeah. very soothing to listen to. Um, Alternates between Wakefield and Scotland. <laughs> yes. And again, a very genuine person. Yeah, so we really recommend you check out Rosie yeah. and Kirsty, our fellow Perth. Woo! Pals. Yeah, definitely. Another podcaster who we really enjoy watching and really liked meeting in person is Hannah of Corner of Craft. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's also the dye behind Chromatic Yarns. Mm-hmm. And she makes her own stitch markers as well. Mm-hmm. And she drinks a lot of tea. Yep, she is big on the bird and blend. Mm-hmm. Have yet to succumb to that because of my massive cupboard of David's tea. <laughs> Eventually. Eventually. You will get there. But we met her at EYF last year, and she's just so friendly and approachable. Yes. And she's a fellow D&D nerd. Yep. Mm-hmm. Big Critical Role fan. She's got a Critical Role club called yeah. Nitical Role. Yes, the two of you are responsible for me binge-watching a stupid amount of Critical Role. And then I fell in love with this talking sword on it called Craven Edge. And then Hannah did a yarn that was Craven Edge-inspired, and it's the best thing ever. <laughs> And you guys are Furbolg sisters. Yes, we are. She's a Furbolg druid. I am a Furbolg ranger. Mm-hmm. And Furbolgs don't get enough love. So I am tempted to roll again because you two have like talked about it a fair bit. I love them. They are adorable. If my new baby Aladrin rogue dies, I will come back as a Furbolg. Excellent. Or possibly a gnome. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but either way, Hannah is awesome. Mm-hmm. If you do not watch her go do it you will be so instantly cheered up yes and her yarn is gorgeous and her stitch markers are super cute yes another podcast I met the hosts at Perth woo Uh, I have not met them and I'm gutted because I really want to meet them this is Knit 3 Together it is three sisters yep so that is Tony, Terry and Stephanie they are triplets they are from Yorkshire and they are great they're very funny they're again they just their podcast just comes across like a conversation it's great it is it's like you're sat in the room with them and one of the things that we really admire about them is the work they've all been doing with regards the knitting community and mental health yes all three of them talk so honestly and openly about mental health Mm -hmm. it is brilliant we need more podcasts like that yes and Terry wrote a book called Shiny Happy Person that is fantastic. Yeah, it talks about her experiences and again, she's just so honest and open Mm -hmm. and I really recommend you read it. Yeah. Uh, Just very genuine and caring people. Very, very friendly. Very easy to talk to and it was really nice to meet them at Perth and hopefully see you'll get hopefully a chance Hopefully I'll get to meet, to meet them. them at some point. I am not a crazy stalker, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just a Yorkshire thing. Mm. We gravitate towards each other. Yeah. Or at least I gravitate towards fellow Yorkshire people. <laughs> it's like me and Northern Irish people. I'm like, oh, another Northern Irish person. It's just a thing. That is true. Then we have Mars. Of Hay Brownberry. Mm-hmm. She dyes yarn. She spins. spins. We met her at EYF last year. Yes. And she's just very soothing to listen to so kind so genuine and generous very very knowledgeable so knowledgeable 
and she designs as well she's got her own shawl pattern mm-hmm. and things like that as well I think it's the ritual shawl mm-hmm. I think she was wearing an EYF and it was so pretty yeah that's on my list yeah and again very just easy to listen to and if you ever meet her she's just a very unassuming friendly warm so yeah. warm honestly I think if you to sit down and watch her podcast you would just feel like you are instantly welcome mm-hmm yeah definitely uh, another favourite for us is Gemma of the Project Bag mm-hmm. Gemma's podcast how would I describe it it is upbeat mm-hmm. it is cheerful and there is always something going on yes Gemma is one busy person mm-hmm. to be honest I'm not sure how you have the time to sit down and record things Gemma <laughs> the amount of stuff you're doing because you mean you've got dyeing yarn making project bags tutorials not to mention running things like her fan club cal mm-hmm. um casting on 11 gajillion projects with ellen yes for lent like my goodness the pair of you <laughs> <laughs> but again if you sit down with Gemma, you will instantly feel uplifted mm-hmm. she's very bubbly and so bubbly just, yeah she's built a really great community around her podcast Definitely, and I think the other thing is she's also quite active on Instagram, mm-hmm. um, doing lives and things, and sharing what she's up to. So even if she's perhaps not updated in whatever week that you go to look at her, there is still going to be something going on. Going on. Yeah. Another podcaster is Knitting with Nelly. Nelly being N E L E. Nelly is uh, Finnish, and I met her through. VKN International yep. Virtual Knit Night, and actually got spent. We got to spend some time with, with her, her at EYF this year, along with um, the lovely, brightly coloured, adorable Bert. Yes, who some of you will probably recognise from Instagram. Bert the Happy Potamus. Bert got his photo taken with West Knits. I saw Bert is flipping prolific. Yes, Bert is amazing, and you just see him pop up everywhere at EYF. To be honest, yeah. So Bert comes with Nelly anytime she goes travelling mm-hmm. and she knits and she spins. And she's a lot more talkative than Bert is. Yes. <laughs> and she is potentially one of the most knowledgeable people that I know. And funniest. Yeah. She's very funny. She's got the best sense of humour, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's, she's a very dry sense of humour, but once you get it, it's great. Oh, yeah. Um, she had me in absolute stitches at EYF. Yes. Oh, she's just hilarious. And, and she gave us tea. Yes, she gave us Moomin tea, which was very generous. It was. It was really lovely of her. And right. obviously completely unrelated to her podcast. <laughs> but we are apparently susceptible to bribes. Yes, you know. <laughs> we like anyone who bribes us with tea. Uh, another person I know from, well, we know from Perth yes. and then VKN mm-hmm. is Lise of Trailies. Yes, please. Just, just basically constantly having adventures. Yeah, not to mention she records her podcasts in English and in French. Yes. I would not even know where to begin on that. Like, even if my French was good enough, I would not remember what I'd said the first time round. <laughs> <laughs> I think she speaks three languages at least: so English, French, and Greek. She's, if not more, mm-hmm. and she dyes yarn her tagline is colour is power power and oh my goodness the colour and the power behind it all 
Well, my story behind meeting Lise mm-hmm. is we were on the balcony in the podcast lounge in oh, Perth, yes. 2017, and I was looking out and I went, that stall. I need to go to that, that stall. stall. Look at the colours. Now, she has like neon labels on her yarn. And her yarn is so vibrant. Yeah. And I literally was like, that one, Sia, we are going to that stall right now. And we did. And now, Lise always has a smile on her face. Oh, yeah. Always. And she just is... Like, bubbly is not enough. Effervescent. Yes. Effervescent. Which technically is a synonym for bubbly, but... And she just... You can't help but just be happier by being in her presence. Yeah, she, I'd say she is the bubbles in the champagne. Yes. Or the Prosecco, if you like. <laughs> yes, and she's always very positive and very friendly. And, you know, it also doesn't hurt that she has a really adorable dog called oh, yeah. Dekine. And she is so cute. Yeah, she's a boxer and she's amazing. She's got the sweetest wee face. Yeah, and sometimes she models Lise's designs. Work. Yes, because she designs as well. She's got her brioche shawls and things. Yes. And I, as a basic brioche bitch, have been eyeing up those patterns. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you need any colour injection into your stash, check her out because her colours are just incredible. So this one's kind of personal to me. So when I'm in Canada, having been all of twice, <laughs> my semi-local yarn shop is Espastri Co. And it just so happens that Lisa and Melissa have their own video podcast on mm-hmm. YouTube. And I love it. Yeah. It's like getting to see what I'm going to buy when I go in a couple of months' time. Yes. <laughs> but in all honesty, they are so funny. The pair of them just bounce off each other. You can tell they have been best friends for ages. Mm-hmm. There's just a chemistry there. Yeah. Uh, so they're fun to watch, but also they are constantly doing things, whether it's coming up with their own free pattern designs or doing projects for their son's schools and things. And they also show so- shop samples and they do things like get their own yarn dyed, which I really want. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you want to go on a sort of like yarny shopping trip mm-hmm. with two pals, I really, really recommend watching a Spastrico. Yeah. Also, got to meet them last year, and they are just really friendly, nice people. Yeah. Uh, or at least they've coped with me bouncing up to them being like, oh my god, I love your podcast! <laughs> <laughs> and anyone who can put up with me doing that, you know, A plus to you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they're definitely a good giggle. Mm-hmm. And occasionally... They will talk in French. At least we'll just slip in a little French phrase. And I'll be like, oh, it feels like home. Except not because I've never actually lived there. But you speak French. Sort a of. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can you can muddle your way through. Yeah. But no, it's really cool. And it always gets me really excited to go to Canada. Yeah. Which is convenient, seeing as your boyfriend's Canadian. It is. <laughs> and it's really good because it also means that his family now have a place to um, get me Christmas presents and things. Yes. But no, they're really cool. The shop's cool because, I mean, they stock local things, but they also get in other yarns too. They're really good at predicting trends. Yeah. My goodness, they predict trends like nobody's business. So if you want to know what's going to be coming out in the yarny world for a while, also follow them because you will be able to work out what shape of sweater will be in or what texture of yarn. Excellent. That's a good tip. 
So we asked for some suggestions from our listeners. And uh, you guys provided. Yes, we have not had a chance to check them all out. But we figured if our listeners enjoy them, it'll be worth mentioning them. Definitely. And also it gives us something to do on hiatus. Yes, I'm going to have lots of night feeds and things to look forward to where I'm going to have time to, you know, watch podcasts and Brilliant. stuff while I go, mm-hmm. why did I decide to do this? <laughs> so, you know, I'm looking forward to checking these out. Mm-hmm. So firstly is a podcast suggested by the lovely Eleni from VKN, who is one of the hosts mm-hmm. of VKN, and she suggested Knitting or Death, which to me sounds potentially quite interesting. I like the sound of it already. I like yes. that title. Yes. Um, so Knitting or Death is mm-hmm. one that I will be checking out. Ditto. Uh, over on YouTube, Bolshoi1959 suggested um, quite a couple of podcasts, actually. Uh, suggested Chevy Rell, mm-hmm. who I was watching this morning, actually. Uh-huh. And I learnt, completely unrelated to knitting, that if you want to get blue cheese into an olive, you um, whip it up with some double cream. Or whipping cream, I think. Oh, good tip. Yeah. Uh, he also suggested from Tanya to you, as in the sheep, E-W-E. Yep. As well as Fiber Hustle. Yes. I like the sound of that because it makes me think of going on a heist. Yes. Hunt's eight. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Bolshoi1959, we also want to say thank you for your comments and your support. Yep. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Uh, we've got a suggestion over our, we've got quite a few suggestions from Instagram actually mm-hmm. so I posted a question up on my stories yeah. and got a few responses so Kim's True Colours mentioned bumble stitches oh okay that's a new one for me which again sounds like a really adorable podcast yeah. name uh, Perth Festival of Yarn woo has suggested the Crimson Stitchery mm-hmm. I was watching the other day actually and that's by a maker called Anushka uh huh who's down in London mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed it awesome so definitely a podcast that I'm going to stick with yeah so a very good suggestion thank you for that and Knitting Vicky on Instagram has suggested the Knitterviews by Vogue Knitting ooh okay I have not come across those so those sound like that could be potentially really interesting because obviously Vogue Knitting is a big name I also like the called Knitterviews that is genius yes oh if only we'd thought of that <laughs> so I think We've talked about quite a few podcasts there, and we have got plenty to keep you busy, and I've just seen how long we've actually been talking for this. Yeah, so... (laughs) This is going to be one bumper episode, like we actually predicted initially. Yeah, so, you know, this should hopefully be enough to get you through hiatus. Yeah. We will have some extra content hopefully coming out, whether it's one or a few. It really depends on what I managed to get recorded before, you know, bebe. Yep. But with that we will see you guys in the autumn yeah and And at the beginning of this episode i said hold on to your knickers if you have been doing so you may now release your underwear (laughs) see you in the autumn guys thanks for listening thank you for tuning in to the tipsy knits podcast whether a new or returning listener you can find us on twitter and instagram as at tipsy knits You can also find us on YouTube as an audio podcast under the name Tipsy Knits Podcast. The music is from the lovely Juke Deck, where you can generate your own music for podcasts. So for any aspiring or other podcasters out there, check out Juke Deck. Thanks for listening.